So for inspiration, where do you get to inspiration mostly from nature? Is it from like uh, creature you look for or intelligence in animal or human? If you can give an example about that. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. I think I've been probably mostly inspired by the physical world. You know, I remember in high school just being mystified by fluid dynamics and watching uh, creamer swirl in coffee and watching these like beautiful vortices and whatnot. Um, and I even kind of sought to do projects on the intersection of art and technology and um, and I think that's kind of why simulation just resonates with me because we can make turn the natural world into this beautiful thing while also solving these really hard-hitting problems. So how do you define simulation? If I ask you, how do you define simulation from your experience? Yeah, so I guess it all hinges on taking some underlying understanding of the world that we have and turning that into a discretization that allows a computer to actually model this happening. So, for example, um, in what I do, we take kind of the underlying understanding of fracture that we have from, you know, engineering and mechanics, and we actually apply that to uh, different discretizations, or we discretize it with different approaches, so like MPM versus FEM, uh, and it allows a computer to actually time step through this, um, you know, these differential equations that govern these um, processes. Uh, and it really just comes down to how we can actually allow a computer to time step through it. That's what simulation is to me. And I think maybe the question resonates with many students, which level of modeling or understanding you need to develop a simulation? So you mentioned the example of understanding maybe the fracture in material. So which are maybe level you have to go for to understand the real physics happening and the phenomena you want to simulate? Yeah, so I guess it kind of depends on the sector that you're coming from. So if you're in, you know, scientific computing, for example, maybe you really, really value real world accuracy and you want mm -hmm. the physical underlying uh, things that you're simulating to be as close to our understanding of the natural world as possible. Whereas in something like graphics, we kind of have some flexibility because we value uh, the look of something rather than, you know, the real world accuracy of it. We want it to look and feel real. And oftentimes that means an animator kind of will embellish the real world uh, physics to look a little cartoony or overdrawn, you know, et cetera, so that uh, it actually has like emotion and has like an impact visually. Um, so it really depends on kind of the context and what you're aiming for. And what's really exciting to me about MPM is the ability to kind of use it in both of those areas. Mm -hmm. 